in his own inept way, Brand argued the man down a few shillings. Blessings be upon your house, the dealer said. And upon yours, Brand said, returning the bow. He planned the evening like an action, checking the weather forecast against the calendar. He would surprise her with it on the full moon. To soften her up, he bought champagne, the one gift she couldn't refuse, and the new Benny Goodman record. They would dance, and after, sprawled on the couch, laughing and half-drunk, he would magically produce the pendant and offer it like a declaration. She would lift up her hair and back so he could fasten the clasp, and he would kiss her there. For days, as he drove the tourists up the Mount of Olives to watch the sunset, he pictured the moment when she would turn around and give him that crooked smile he'd come to love. He could also see her throwing it at him, tearily beating his chest with her fists, Hadn't she specifically told him not to do this? Did he understand nothing? So he was puzzled when after the first half of his plan worked perfectly, instead of gratitude or histrionics, she accepted the pendant from him grimly, thanked him, and set it aside. What's wrong? he asked. Don't you like it? You shouldn't waste your money on me. I don't have anyone else to waste it on. That's the problem. Why? Don't be stupid, she said. You know why. I don't. Are you going to pay for my apartment? The question was unfair, sprung on him so bluntly. He resisted saying she could live with him. He didn't dare suggest he move in with her, and so had no answer. Don't be like that, she said, mimicking his pout. Can't we just have a nice time? He wanted to take the pendant and leave, but where would he go? He agreed with her and drained his champagne. Come on, she said, taking his hand. Let's dance. She spent the rest of the evening trying to cheer him up, letting him put the pendant on her and then wearing it to bed, and though he played along, Brand wouldn't be consoled. In the candlelight, her whispered urgings mocked him. It was all false, and long after she'd fallen asleep, he lay beside her, contemplating her soft face and the monstrous scar. He would never know the woman she'd been, the bride and lively young wife. When had he become so sentimental? She was an insult to Katya's memory. He was just lonely, marooned in a foreign city. It was no excuse, and he resolved never to fool himself again. When he finally slept, he dreamed of the bleeding man, not in her bed, but in his back seat, reaching for him as they drove through the old city, trying to warn him of something. But when the man leaned in close, trying to speak, instead of words, out flew a gout of hot blood, drenching Brand's shirt, shocking him awake. He was naked and sweating. Beside him, Ava slept. He wondered if the man had died. Asher never said, and there was no one he could ask. In the morning, as he was leaving, she thanked him for the pendant, as if to apologize for last night. From then on, she wore it, to placate him, he thought, taking it off only for appointments, confusing him further. Instead of reassuring him, seeing her fish it from her purse and fasten it in the back seat as they curled down the drive at the Samiramis or the Mediterranean or the King David Hotel, made him picture her naked in their bright vacuumed rooms, and he gripped the steering wheel and fixed his eyes on the road. At least he had money. He finished the Arik and bought himself a bottle of Johnny Walker. 
Now, when he couldn't sleep, instead of his keys, he reached for a glass. It was safer to stay home with the extra patrols. In Cairo, the bands played all night, the dial a warm orange glow in the dark. Kiss me once, and kiss me twice, and kiss me once again. Sick with pride, he stood at his cold window, looking out over the rocky graveyard and the black mass of the Church of the Dormition blotting out the Zion Gate, and wondered if she was alone. Not once had she been to his room. In the small hours, the phone in the downstairs hall rang and rang. He listened for Mrs. Ohanesian to answer it, hoping it was her. Days he still drove her. She didn't have to ask for him anymore. Greta, the dispatcher, knew. It was a joke around the garage. Brand the lady killer. Brand the pimp. Slovenly at home, Ava had a whole wardrobe of smart clothes for days.